Mr. Godfrey? I looked up. My three blue men were gathered around my booth. Two of them were royal blue, and the third was powder blue. They didn't look so little from close up. Go away, I said. Mr. Daniel C. Godfrey? Listen, I said, shaking a finger at them. I'm not used to being questioned by figments of my imagination. Now go away, unless your name is Marley. Is your name Marley? I am Sergeant Biddle of the East Com Police. Are you Daniel C. Godfrey? He sounded very annoyed for a figment. He was being polite, but I could tell it was a strain. That's my name. I put my two hands flat on the table and took a deep breath. The room started to spin a little faster. What do you want? The powder blue one spoke up. According to paragraph 3, section 2 of Public Law 316, a defendant is entitled to counsel from the moment of contact with the civil authorities, he said. But he ran all the words together, like they were memorized, and he'd said them often. According to paragraph 3, section 2 of Public Law 316, like that. I am a court-appointed lawyer and will represent you until the termination of your case, or until you obtain your own counsel. My name is Bogart. He paused for a breath. What is this? I asked. These figments were acting too real. I'd seen this scene played on the triety many times, but never with me as the central character. For a second, I thought it might be a simulife cast, but I couldn't afford them. Besides, I'd remember putting the helmet on. Besides, I'd never pick this kind of role. The few times I've splurged on a simulife, I've always picked heroic parts. Knights in armor, cowboy heroes, stuff like that. Where were you at six o'clock this evening? Royal Blue Sergeant Biddle asked. Well, I... Defendant is not required to answer that question, Powder Blue Bogart said. He has not been informed of his rights. I advise him to remain mute. He looked at me. That means don't say anything. It is my duty to inform you that you are suspected of being implicated in the murder of Alicia Grundle, and that anything you say may be used in evidence against you, Biddle said. He pushed a brass button on his blue jacket. I am now recording Case of the People versus Daniel C. Godfrey in the matter of the death of Alicia Grundle. Suspect is being questioned on the premise of the Great Ox Saloon. Where were you at six o'clock in the evening of March 12 this year? That being tonight. My numbed brain had picked up one piece of information out of what they had said. Uh, Alicia's dead? I asked. On advice of counsel attorney Lawrence Bogart, license number 1C4592362754, suspect declines to answer that question, lawyer Bogart said clearly. How? I said. Uh, who? Miss Grundle is dead, Sergeant Biddle admitted. Were you friendly with her? On advice from counsel, Bogart started. Wait a minute! I yelped. What's going on here? Will you answer questions about the death of Alicia Grundle? The sergeant asked. I don't know anything about the death of... I didn't know she was... My God! I put my head down on the table and started to cry. 
On advice of counsel, suspect is not answering any questions at this time, my powder blue lawyer said. Then I'll have to take the suspect formally into custody, Sergeant Biddle said firmly. Daniel Godfrey, I must take you in for questioning. Will you please come along with me? Sergeant Biddle and his silent partner helped me out of the booth and, with their hands firmly in my armpits, propelled me toward the door. Not that I was resisting. My legs just didn't seem to work. Lawyer Bogart scurried alongside. Goodbye, someone called. I turned my head. The robotender in my booth was waving a long, sad, mechanical claw at me. Goodbye, old friend.